This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're using scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 13 for Monday, September 23rd, 2019. Big idea. Jesus didn't come to save you from the storm, but to guide you through it. Our weekly identity statement, I left my comfort zone behind to embrace the more that I was made for by securing my ship to Jesus' lifeline and paying careful attention to him to get through the storm. In our memory verse, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews 4, 14-16 You're probably wondering what in the world today's Bible reading has to do with Hebrews or the 90-day journey or anything. If you haven't read it, let me read it for you, Matthew 5, 29-30. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. This is uh, one of those passages you tend to skip over quickly when you're reading. And I don't know if I've ever heard a sermon on this passage in my life. If I did, it was a long time ago. So, yeah, why are we reading it today? It's a reasonable question. This isn't a very fun teaching. And to calm any fears you may have, no, I'm not recommending we take this passage literally and start cutting off body parts. Please don't do that. Unless your leg has gangrene or something. But then you should consult your physician. In general, if you have green body parts, you should probably go to the doctor. That seems reasonable to me. Well, today's exercise is the default versus desired future worksheet. On that worksheet, we are taking a mental field trip to our default future, the future that is coming to us if we don't change anything, and our desired future or the future we would like to experience. And today's scripture addresses exactly that. I'm sure you didn't read it that way. It's hard to get past the gouging out your eye part to get much more than that. Of course, Jesus is addressing those things that cause us to sin. It would be better to deal with anything that trips us up now, no matter the temporary cost, than to deal with it later when it will cost us eternally. Jesus took sin very seriously. Yes, he was ridiculously gracious, but he never sidestepped sin. But I think there is a great principle we can pull from these two verses. As painful as it may be, it is far better to fix problems in our lives now. Yes, it can be quite painful to make changes. It can be very challenging to change something we have done our whole lives or for the majority of our lives. It can, and for some, will definitely feel like cutting off a part of your body. It's what you know and are comfortable with. For many of us, it has gone far beyond that. It's actually our identity. We are that thing. And if we let that thing go, what's going to happen? 
Well, that's our default future. If we don't change anything about the way we live our lives today, then we can expect that our future will at best be the same as it is today and more realistically, worse. I think Jesus is making a case for being mindful about how the actions of today affect our future. This comes from his statement, It's better for you to lose one part of your body, now, than for your whole body to go into hell, then. What I think Jesus is saying is, It's better to lose something you love now than to lose everything you love later. Like we've discussed before, these sins that we have in our lives that we want to get rid of, we don't do them because we hate them. We like them. We may even love them. We are attached to them, even committed to them. We sacrifice a lot of other things in our lives to accommodate this sin we love. And... I think Jesus knows that we love these things. He knows it's going to be painful for us to let it go. It's what we know. But he also knows that our eternity is much more important than the temporary. The problem is, then feels so far away. Eternity feels like it's a long way off for most of us. So there's no urgency. But there was for Jesus. I would say cutting off a part of your body would communicate a sense of urgency. It's almost as if Jesus is saying, don't wait until it's too late. Deal with this now while you still have the ability to do so. If you don't, terrible things could happen. But we don't see things that way. We don't really believe terrible things will happen to us. And sure, there's no guarantee things will spiral out of control. But is your default destination where you really want to end up? Do you want to just end up somewhere because you are aimlessly wandering through your life today? I don't. I was. That's what I was doing. So I've always had dreams and wanted to accomplish this or that, but I never would. One of my dreams was being a more positive person. I know it sounds simple, but I've always wanted to be more positive, to be more happy even. But that wasn't my default. My default was negativity, complaining, cynicism, and the like. But then I noticed two things. One was, the only people that seemed to stick around were negative people. I liked spending time with positive people, but I don't think they liked spending time with me. The second thing was, I experienced a lot of older, negative people. I won't go into the details, but I got a picture of what I could be like if I stayed the same. When I started to experience my potential default future firsthand, it started to have an effect on me. When I started to realize the only friends I would have would be negative, that affected me. When I saw the effect that these older negative folks had on the people around them and made the connection that I too was headed in that direction, it changed me. Then I was willing to make the effort to change. I think that's what Jesus is doing here. He wasn't giving us a prescription to follow. He was helping us weigh out the difference between doing nothing and doing something extreme. We may need to take similar action. We may need to do something extreme in order to bring about the real change God wants us to experience. But, not all of us are in a position to do something extreme. 
And that's my hope for today's default versus desired future worksheet, that we would be able to see the extreme version of what could be, and that would be enough to propel us to make a change. Because it's better to lose something you love now than to lose everything you love later. www.thejesushabit.com <laughs>